With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's Storm and Ricardo bringing you the netballing moments that matter. Center Pass in focus on SENZ. Just got 8 o'clock here on SENZ. Welcome into Center Pass. Not off to a good start. We put the wrong uh, sting in storm. It's uh, not Ricardo Ball, unfortunately, for you loyal SENZ Knights listeners. It is myself, Kieran Bingamore, Captain K, as I've been rebranded on oh. SENZ, uh, and none other. Silver Fern, number 162, nice. Storm Purvis in the building. Storm, welcome back for uh, season two of Cena Pass and Focus. How long did you have to um, stalk the internet to find out my Silver Fern number there, Kiz? You know what? You actually, <laughs> I look up Storm Purvis and I second search is Silver Fern number. Wow. So it didn't take too long. Great. I did uh, I did want to bring up off air as well what I didn't get time to. Go check out your uh, Silver Fern's profile. Oh, God. Uh, when was the last time you checked that out? Oh, God. Probably when I made the ferns, which would have been what twenty fifteen. I haven't so, looked at it since. Storm, if I know you, I know you're uh, you're one for a good photo. You're oh, so no. present on Instagram. I don't think you'd be oh, no. too happy with your silver ferns photo. Maybe I can get uh, this... producer Ben Francis to chuck that up on Twitter. This is uh, not how I thought we'd start the show. The first show for twenty twenty three has just turned into an early roasting of uh, slightly not overweight, just like puppy fat. Dunedin Storm? Is this the, is, oh, if it's the photo to, I'm thinking of? Yeah, you had to yeah. get warm for the winter. That's exactly Down it. Down there in the steel. And yeah, I there think, it is. Um, Ben's got it, Storm, oh, if you just turn around there. Oh, yes, no. Yes, uh, it is atrocious. It's the angle. It's the angle. It is. Uh, but no, <laughs> right, let's crack into it. We are, we are now two minutes past eight here on SCNZ, uh, Centre Pass. Myself, Kieran Bingham, and Storm Purvis, we are back for another year of Centre Pass, taking you through the ANZ Premiership all year round, starting through round robin, carrying through to the elimination final and then the grand final, where hopefully we will see my mystics get there this year, Storm. And I thought we could just open up by uh, talking about the Northern Mystics, because what we're going to do tonight, uh, usually we're going to be talking every week, we're going to be talking to coaches, talking to players, uh, and who can forget, uh, and we all missed Storm's Team of the Week. We'll be making a return from next week. But we just thought, you know, with the season uh, kicking off this weekend, Mm -hmm. we would take a look down the country, and I hope that I've got my geography right in starting with uh, with the North and the mighty Northern Mystics. So Storm... Just very quickly, uh, did you catch much of Ōtaki preseason? I was kind of in and out of watching the um, preseason event down in Ōtaki. It's great that all teams were there, and it's an excellent event that the um, Te Wanga facility put on. However, preseason tournaments aren't my favourite thing. We were talking about this off air. I just feel like too much gets kind of taken from them from the general public in terms of who looks good, who doesn't. Uh, training partners are used, people are rested, you play so many games in such a short amount of time, coaches are just trying to play with combinations, and 
I don't know. It's just a very hectic weekend and I would watch as a kind of, you know, I just like watching netball. But in terms of trying to kind of preempt what the season's going to look like, I don't, I try not to get too far into that basket when watching um, preseason games. So, yes, I watched a little bit. I didn't watch all of it. Some exciting signs, some less than exciting signs from certain teams. But um, like I said, yeah, it's better just to clean slate now. Round one this weekend is when you really need to be picking apart the teams and what they're doing out there. Yeah, because that has been a, a quite a big uh, talk across all sports uh, here coming through summer, moving into uh, our massive sporting season in New Zealand about those sort of uh, development players that are going to come through. So I thought Otaki was a really good watch to keep out for a few of those. Mm. And that uh, segues us on nicely because what I'm going to get you to do, Storm, as we take a look through every uh, New Zealand ANZ Premiership team, I want you to have a look at the squads and come up with one star player uh, no pun there for your favourite team, unofficial <laughs> favourite team, the Stars. We're and impartial on, on centre pass and focus. Come on. You've said that the Mystics are your favourite team you. once and that's yes, all. Yes, okay. I'll I, say Stars, I, got it in there, and now we're done. I will be impartial this season. Right. I've said to you, I just can't help but uh, not go with it right off the top. So now that's that fine. I've got that, uh, that Mystics out juice system. out of me, <laughs> I can settle down and okay. we can really take a look at your team. So one star player and one to watch is what I'm going to call it. So one player, uh, maybe that you saw at all, Toki, uh, a player that you think is going to have a really big season, not just in the ANZ Premiership, but uh, moving forward as we edge closer to that World Cup. So I thought we would kick it off with the Mystics. Not a lot of movement. But are you liking the look of the Mystics early days? I mean, you have to like the look of them, really. Um, they finished third last year. However, had late COVID disruptions, players getting COVID late in the season, which really messed with their flow. And, of course, the ankle injury to Grayson Wickey was a huge blow for them. So many were picking them to take the title. They didn't quite, due to reasons I just explained, still finished third. They've kept majority, if not pretty much all, of their squad, starting seven at least, Um for this season. So it's hard not to say that they are one of the early title favourites for the year. Um, so looking at the squad, very rounded. I mean, you've got your Grace Nwickies, you've got your Field of Always, Monica Faulkner, they'll share the goal attack bib a bit, I'm sure. That midcourt of Taylor Earl, um, you know, Phoenix. I mean, sorry, Alyssa Petter, Toy, Ava, everyone's favourite. Solid, <laughs> solid midcourt. And then you've got Phoenix Kartika, Sully Fitzpatrick, one of your favourites, Michaela Sokolich beats in, in that defensive end. And Kara Steith, who... Um, I don't want to jump ahead here, but she, just a little hint, she will be my one up-and-comer to watch. But I think the squad looks good, it looks solid, it looks consistent. The really big change they've had is a new coach. Uh, but other than that, I think they will be disappointed if they do not make at least the final series this season. Mm. Hiring from within as well, yes. uh, Tia Wenereke, the yeah. new coach, uh, Rob Wright, staying involved, uh, but only as an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see how they run that uh, coaching setup because we're used to seeing Tia on the Mystics bench, but it's usually behind a, uh, a screaming Helene Wilson who has uh, who has uh, unfortunately left the Mystics. But Storm, looking at that, I was going to say star-studded team, but I guess we're being <laughs> impartial. Looking at the Mystics team. You can say star-studded. They are star-studded. Star it's just a fact. They yeah. are star-studded. You mentioned my favourite, Peter Suyava, had an amazing uh, Silver Fern campaign while we were off here. But Storm, if I had to ask you to pick one star player from this Mystics team, the one person who you think uh, is going to be the dedicated MVP per se, so if this player is not on the court all year, the team's going to do a lot worse off. Who was that star player for you? This is so boring because, like, you know my answer, don't you? 
I do. Yeah, it's, I do. It's Grace Wiki. It has to be. You know, right. she she was unavailable for the later half, not even the later half, the last two, three games of the season, and they dropped from being home premiership favourites to coming third because she was not available. Uh, we've, we saw her really step it up for the Silver Ferns. She had a breakthrough year in the black dress. She's passed her breakthrough years in the Mystics dress. Now it's just about consistency, solidifying that number one goal shoot spot in New Zealand and just being an absolute boss like she is week mm. in and week out. Without her, they've got Danielle Binks as a training partner, an exciting young up-and-comer. She's got the height, but... I mean, she's no Grace Wiki yet. No, no one is Grace Wiki. No one is Grace Wiki. She's the Janelle Fowler of, you know, New Zealand netball, a Jamaican goal shoot superstar. So, yeah, it's it's you can't really go anywhere else, can you? I've been quoted on, on SENZ quite a lot now for my famous Grace Wiki quote, and I don't think I've ever passed it on to you. I said one day, <laughs> I said, the scariest thing about Grace Wiki is she's only at 25% of her potential. Yeah. Uh, and that's just what it is. Like, Grace... She uh, she had her twenty first birthday the other week, which is just crazy to think about, right? Because like she's just cemented herself in the league uh, and the black dress. You'd think she's been around for a very very long time, but it, you do have to remember she is twenty one. The most uh, impressive thing for me about Grace is her professionalism and maturity since coming back uh, from those few stints late last year in the dress. And I mean, Constellation Cup, uh, her the way she holds her nerve now against two of arguably the most irritatable uh, <laughs> defenders in the world. She really held her own and she kept it to herself. So no no surprise at all that you're picking Grace Wiki. And I think you did uh, mention it before, but you're one to watch for the Northern Mystics for 2023. Yeah, it is. Um, I've gone with Karis Stythe who is a rangy goal defence who can play goalkeeper. Seen her play a little bit of wing D too. You know, she's taller than me. Um, people have been likening her to Casey Colpore recently because, you know, she's tall in this big body, but she's so agile. And she seems to just read the game really well while still being able to play that kind of more traditional goal defence game where you can tag a player, really mark them one-on-one. And, you know, she was a training partner for the Mystics last year. She's stepping it up as a fully contracted player this year. The only downfall she might have is that she's sitting behind Sully Fitzpatrick, Phoenix Kartika, Michaela sokolic beats and three, you know, Silver Ferns and incredible defenders in their own right. So when she gets on court, when she gets those moments, I'm really expecting her to, to take them um, and just, you know, put out these performances that are game-changing and just bring something different to the side. She was excellent down in Wartaki. I heard lots of good things from, um, you know, just general public watching her play. So... I'm excited to see her just have a little bit of a breakthrough year when she gets the opportunities. If she gets the opportunities, I'm not sure what Tia's coaching kind of style is yet in terms of um, using very the bench. Tough. Very tough. Very I bet, tough. I totally bet she's very tough. But we knew that Helene Wilson was not afraid to make changes and, you know, did them all the time. Sometimes head scratches, but they worked for her, so that's fine. Is Tia going to inherit that kind of ability to just, you know, be brave and put some young ones out there? I hope so, because I'd like to see the likes of Karis out there. My one storm. I, I put together a little list of my star and my Great. worst watch. I think Wouldn't we can skip. I think worse. we can skip my star uh, <laughs> for the Northern Mystics. Obviously, the wonderful Grace Wiki. My one to watch uh, a couple of weeks ago before we actually started the show was going to be Claire O'Brien, mm-hmm. uh, Mystics mid quarter, who's who's played there for the last two years since coming over from the Swifts and the Giants and in uh, Australia over there. And um, but she's withdrawn from the mm-hmm. side. A little bit of a blessing in disguise. Enter Katie Tiel. She's 22 years old, and my word, is she an athletic freak? Yeah. The the way that she's going to come into this midcourt, I mean, 
I loved Claire O'Brien as a player. Obviously, she was going to be my one to watch, but she just lacked that natural athleticism. No doubt that she was an insane athlete. We saw that with numerous deflections and interceptions. But my one to watch is going to be Casey Tiao, who's joined the Mystics off the back of Claire O'Brien's withdrawal. It's hard. It's hard to say that the midcourt is the weakest point of the Northern Mystics, isn't it? With the likes of Taylor or obviously Elizabeth Toyaba, Mickey or, or Fee, whoever's playing uh, in that wing defence role. But Katie Tiel is going to be my one to watch, right? Just for her athleticism. I, I think that's the one thing that the Mystics uh, centre or wing attack position was just missing that one little bit when the likes of Toyaba or Taylor go off. It's just that real athletic beast, the one who's going to... I compare her to Maddie Gordon in a way. You know, she's just a spider. She's everywhere. So that's my one to watch. Cool. Uh, like it's it. very exciting here for the Mystics. And you know what, Storm? I think I'm going to have to take a breath before we move on to the next team, talking <laughs> about the Mystics. So 12 minutes past eight here on SENZ. We will take a quick break. And when we get back, we will continue to go down the country checking out the ANZ Premiership teams. 16 minutes past eight here on SENZ. You're on Centre Pass in Focus. Myself, Kieran Bingham, alongside Sturm. Sturm? Storm Purvis. Sturvis. Yeah. Uh, Your new nickname. Uh, As we continue our team breakthrough, taking a trip down the country, me and Storm's little Konsaki, I'll call it, uh, taking a look through the ANZ Premiership teams for the 2023 season. And uh, we are here with Vertical Logistics, your freight and logistics specialist. We're talking about the stars, Storm. You are team the team that uh funnily enough i when i think of storm purvis i think of you in a star's dress do you i think that's because you're new where to I last right? saw you yeah i think as well yeah i mean you're not um, that new to nipple but you know what no, i mean yes yeah. but i, I no, can't I say i don't want to say because we are biased here so i can't say your uh loved stars but <laughs> talk to me about the stars for 2023 what are you expecting <gasps> obviously we saw last season you mentioned the mystics had a big covid fall near the end of the year the stars did their thing and capitalised on that and taking themselves all the way to the final. Unfortunately, couldn't get it done. Are you expecting similar things this year, Storm? What's the story? So for me, the Stars is a really, really hard one to kind of get a gauge on. Until I see them out on court for at least three rounds, I I just can't put my finger on it just yet. Like the Mystics, they have retained their core. You know, you've still got your Maya Wilsons, your Gina Cramptons and your Ellie Timus in in the side there. They've just lost some big names in that defensive end. and it's just so hard to know with the stars. I love them to bits, but sometimes it just doesn't click and they're not particularly a team that can get out of ruts very well. If things aren't clicking from the get-go, I feel like in the past they've they've struggled to get their heads back up and, and come back at teams. So for me, they're, they're what we call a confidence team. So if they start playing with confidence and Gina gets her eye into Maya early and they've got the ball rolling... <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. No pun Can't roll the ball in yeah, it, so yeah, none yeah. of that. But if they do that, totally, there's no reason why they can't be a team that's up there with the likes of the Mystics and the Tactics. Um, you know, I want to start with their shooting end pretty much exactly the same. Maya Wilson, Jamie Hume, and Amorangi Malisala. My great solid goal shoot in the back there. Jamie Hume has Proven. had a sh- yeah, totally. Jamie Hume's had a really bad shoulder injury and had surgery in the off season, so she's not quite she's been cleared to play for this weekend, but really hasn't trained with them all off season or preseason. So I'd expect to see Amorangi Malisala start, who's an exciting goal attack who charges around the court, you know, she's what we call a confidence player in the true form of it that just you know, claps herself after she does a great shot in the best way possible. You know, we love to see that. Um, so I'm really hoping that she has a great start to the season. Midcourt is solid. Um, Mila Rowley-Buchanan, she's a little firecracker, had a great couple of seasons, uh, f- f- 
sort of getting that combination with Crampton. The defensive end is the uh, area for me that I'm just a little bit worried about. Now Early- you mentioned that, and being a former defender yourself, mm. what do you think Kitty's message is going to be to that defensive circle? Because losing, I mean, for me, just pointing out the, the obvious experience and leadership of Scar and Harrison mm. uh, departing that group, who do you think is going to step up in that range? Is it... Elias Timu's time to come out of the shadows and say, look, I am absolutely here to stay 100%. What is your take on that defensive circle? It kind of has to be Ellie Timu. There's kind of no one else with Kayla Johnson um, now announcing her pregnancy, which is very exciting, um, but a real shame for the defensive end. Just keeps filing oh, on. Oh, man. It just keeps filing on. But it has to be Ellie Timu. And like you say, step out of the shadows. It's kind of like, I mean, she hasn't been in the shadow no, for the yes, past two seasons no, no, because she's the wrong wrong wording but I get yes. it I get it because there's Anna Harrison in the circle who's just a superstar that everyone knows in the netball world um but alongside Timu um Scar Anna made that defensive circle look so good and I've played with Anna Harrison for many years as well back at the Mystics and in the Ferns way back when and she just does stuff that you go oh cool you're doing that I'll go out and get this intercept because you're looking after that for me and I feel like Ellie's played the last two seasons with that kind of freedom which has um, helped make her look so incredible so this year I just if I was Kitty Wills I'd be saying all that cool amazing stuff you do out on the court that's you you do that yourself you know you can go out and get that ball you don't need to worry about what's happening around you Scar's not here you know to, to clean up the pieces but who cares have the courage, back yourself, and just go out there and do what you always do because she's going to be possibly partnering with Clara Nawai Taotao, who came up from the Tactics, a solid defender, um, but one that you know we haven't seen too much of and is certainly no Anna Harrison. And then Lisa Putt has come up from a training partner contract to be in the 12 or 10, I think it is, for this coming weekend, who's a very exciting young defender. But again, no Anna Harrison. So Ellie Team is going to have to put her hand up and you know grab that leadership role, I guess, in that defensive end and hopefully prove to herself and everyone else that she's a star in her own right. They are quite a dark horse, the stars, because obviously we mentioned the departures, but you can't forget that they did retain their core, right? And their core is what got them to the final last year. So I feel like the stars, they just sort of need a few keys to unlock uh, and then they'll be full full rifles but storm out of that star studded team another pun excuse it uh if i had to ask you who is the star player of the stars who is the stars mvp who are you going to tell me i want it to be maya wilson i I just want maya to be consistent this year and enjoy her netball enjoy leading the side and show dame nolan total and everyone else that she is your second goal shoot she's the one you want on the plane to um south africa for the netball world cup later in the year and to do that she needs to be performing consistently week in and week out and when she does that the stars win so i'm just keeping it simple um that's my explanation it's going to be maya wilson and a one to watch i mean we've got a one or two new entries into yeah. the team. Yeah, in terms of new entries, we've got Simon Nathan coming from the Tactics and then Calera, like I mentioned, also coming from the Tactics. But it's an old girl for me in, <laughs> in the way that she's been in the team for a couple <laughs> of years. She's not old at all, but it's Amorangi Malisala. I think, like I mentioned earlier, with Jamie Hume not uh, training so much in the off-season or pre-season, Amorangi's had to kind of fill that void. And she is a fun player to watch. She's crafty, she's different, she plays with a real kind of... Pacific flair, kind of similar to your Toy Avas in the way that she does, you know, no-look passes, tries to be pretty cute in the circle there. So if um, she can take her opportunities that she's going to get with this goal attack bib while Hume is coming back into the play, um, you know, she could definitely have a breakthrough, yeah. 
Love it. My one to watch was actually Anna Harrison coming out of retirement <laughs> and playing again. Uh, no, in, in all seriousness, it's though, funny it was... you say that. I asked, I asked Anna. I was like, "Hey, Kayla, Kayla's pregnant. What are you, what are you it... up to? Have you been called?" She's actually helping um, with defensive specialist coaching, and she okay. said, "Unless there are three injuries or something's gone really wrong, it won't be." I just—that's the funny thing—is I can never actually see it being out of the picture. Oh, like, even if it's it. next season. I know. No, like, you're so right. People go down, and it, she'll just put her hand straight up. Throw me in there. Yeah. Chuck I, me in there. I'll start, even. I actually had this conversation with her at a beach volleyball training. So she's out there playing, like, <laughs> on the New Zealand tour yes. of beach volleyball. Yes. So she's fit, and she's ready to go. Don't get me wrong. Waiting on the sidelines. <laughs> Kitty, if you're listening, uh, yeah. keep that number on speed dial. Uh, no, in all seriousness, seriousness though, my uh, one to watch was Amorangi oh, nice. Malasala, and it was uh, actually, we brought it up, to watch her face when she plays the game she is very <laughs> aggressive and yet yes. she just when you look at her you would not want to get in her way but she makes the shot bam she's the happiest person on earth clapping herself and everything that was our stars uh, team breakthrough thanks to vertical logistics proud partner of the northern stars and leading the way in personalizing your freight services storm let's uh keep well, how do i say this keep going down the country on our contiki i was mm-hmm. going to say let's fill up the car and, and keep going down we've stopped we've left auckland we're heading to the land of the Magic. Now, the Magic finished fifth in the Premiership last year, 4-11. and 11. What are you expecting out of them this year? Uh, another team, even more so, that I'm just not too sure at this stage yet. I need to wait until we see them out on court. They have had a lot of changes, um, kind of, a lot of changes. It kind of feels like they've had a lot of changes because they've lost Sammy Winders, their captain of many years gone by, and she's been in the Magic for what feels like forever um, and kind of you know, sweats and bleeds what the magic are and what they do. So she's gone. So that midcourt's going to have to step up. I think um, Amelia and Ekanasio and Bailey Mez looked electric down in Ōtaki and it's great to finally see that shooting circle of theirs click because last year it was kind of in beta mode, you know. They were trialling it out. Meals was coming back from her second child. Um, And it just took them a while to get consistency. Um, Ekanasio wasn't playing full games and and all that jazz. So I'm excited to see those two really solidify their partnership in the circle. The defensive end for me is where I kind of don't feel as confident. Um, They've still got Georgia Tong and Edna Makaidi, but they've lost Ocean Maihi to an ACL injury. Big loss. Huge loss. That kind of impact player, someone who brings on something different. So they've replaced it with Amy Christophers, who's, you know, tall, rangy defender. They're just missing that kind of firepower down there. Um, and they're all great players, don't get me wrong, but you look at some of these other defensive ends, I just feel like that could be where they go missing a little bit if you're coming up the like against your likes of Aaliyah Down, Grace Nwickies. Like, where is the firepower mm. that's going to stop those um, shooters? So, yeah, I'm, I'm putting Magic definitely towards the bottom half of the table so far. Happy to be wrong. But yeah, that's that's my thinking at the moment. Yes, I, I actually did check out Amy Christophers a little bit. Uh, from what I can find, a very, very experienced campaigner in mm. the NNL. And you're right, the, the height she brings is almost scary. You know, the way she uses her length is a lot different uh, to what we tend to usually see in the ANZ Premiership. So uh, very uh, promising for the Magic, losing Ocean Maihi is a massive, massive loss that like we mentioned. So bringing someone in like Amy Christophers just to hold the nerve in that defensive circle off the impact role is going to be uh, very, very important. Storm, if I had to tell you to pick an MVP from the Magic for 2023, who are you going to tell me? I'm being so boring by picking <laughs> all the shooters, but Amelia Enikanasio is looking amazing. 
And Isn't we she? saw towards the end of the Silver Fern season, she started, you know, to get back to her best in terms of her athleticism. We all know, well, I don't know this personally, but I imagine it's very hard coming back from giving birth to get your body back to where you want it to be to be playing elite sport. And we saw her kind of edge towards that towards the end of last year. Uh, this year, man, oh, man, she's just looking great and picking up right where she left off prior to the birth of her second child. So I'm... Really excited. She's leading the team this year as well. I think that really um, is quite important for Meals in terms of just having something else to kind of focus on and, and it seems to bring out the best in her as we've seen with the Silver Ferns. So, yeah, I, I, it's struggling to go past Meals. You're saying you're boring, but I've got her down as well. I mean, yeah. it's World Cup year. Magic need a lift after last season. She's got the range. She's in charge. I think it's going to be a big year. Mm-hmm. A one to watch out of the Magic. Now, it's quite hard to pick one. They've got, uh, obviously, a lot. Charlotte Alley coming in from the tactics. Uh, who's going to be your one to watch, just from from the naked eye right now? I've gone with someone who's uh, like been around in the netball world for a long time, but probably not that experienced when it comes to ANZ netball, and that's Simone Wilbur, their wing attack. Uh, they lost her towards, well, actually quite early in the season, last season, and you could tell that that attacking end just really struggled without a natural wing attack there at the helm. Um, for people who don't know, Simone has been playing in Waikato for years and years and years and years. Like, I remember her at NPC level way back when I was playing as, like, a, you know, teenager. So she is an experienced campaigner in terms of just being on a netball court, and I think the Magic needs someone strong in that wing attack position for them to do well. And she's calm. Um, she has great vision. She's going to feed that moving, exciting circle of Ekanasio and Mez really well, and I'm excited to see that consistently for a year this year. I think she's going to be the Magic's Gina Crampton is yeah. the way that I put it. Yeah. Someone who, when you watch the Magic, you're not going to be thinking, wow, Simone Wilbur the whole time. But when you go back and watch how did these chances get created, yeah. a lot of the time it's going to come back to her. So great pick. Uh, I jotted down Ivana Rowland. Nice. Uh, in the shooting circle. Mm. 81% last year in her first full contract season with the Magic. I mean, Bailey Mears and Amelia Anacanasio, it's World Cup year for uh, the both of them actually, not out of contention. But I just, I really think it's going to be Ivana's year in that shooting circle. She's such a cool, calm customer. You Isn't know, she? Great person to be able to bring on when they need to. Exactly. So that's where I'm going. Uh, and that rounds out the magic for us. So we're going to carry on going down the country, but it is 8.30 here on SENZ. You're listening to Senna Pass. We'll be back right after this. Coming up 35 minutes past eight here on SENZ, you're listening to Senna Pass in Focus. Kieran Bingham and Storm Purvis taking you through all the ANZ Premiership teams as we get ready to kick off this weekend. Storm, we left off the Pulse. Now, obviously, the reigning champions. You don't have to look too far to find that out. Uh, Just quickly, do you think, just looking at that team, that they can go back-to-back? I mean, why not? (laughs) It's anyone's game It's anyone's game. They totally could. They're still solid all throughout the court. Um, Obviously lost Aaliyah Dunn, which is a big loss for them. Their uh, amazing goal shoot, who's always the most accurate in the league. So big shoes to fill there. But, I mean, absolutely, they can go back to back. Yes, uh, bringing up Famu Iwani as well from the Mystics. Uh, Very uh, spidery-like wing defence, which is going to be very interesting to pair alongside Maddie Gordon. That was sort of the first question I had when that uh, signing took place. But 
looking through, they're looking still very, very solid all across the court, and I can't pinpoint a weakness at the moment. Can you help me? Look, <laughs> I think it'll come down to how well either of their new goal shoots go. Joyce Mvula comes over from Malawi. Um, she is unorthodox. She's exciting, exciting to watch. Totally exciting to watch. Um, but she is unorthodox, so it's going to take the pulse, I think, a while to figure out how to feed her and to build that confidence to let the ball go, like they had with Aaliyah Dunn. Um, otherwise, Amelia Warmsley is there as well. She's another giant, young giant. Honestly, what are they feeding them? I don't know. How at college, yes. ex-girl, I think. What are they feeding them out there? She is less exciting to watch, but very solid and just always manages to find a way to un- unassumingly get the ball right under the post and is super accurate. So they've got two options there. It's, I think, their sort of area to kind of pick apart will be how they nail down who that is amazing star goal shoot is going to be week in and week out. It's very interesting replacing uh, Alia Dunn with Joyce. Very Two uh, <laughs> two very different shooters in terms of uh, composure and uh, calmness on the court. The but cruisiest shooter in the world versus the most kind of eccentric exciting one. Absolutely. I think Tiana Masuro is going to have a hell of a year <laughs> just having fun in that shooting circle. The way she fed Alia last year, she's going to have a heck of a time once they get that combination uh, working it out with Joyce. We've got a star player out of this Pulse team, and I know that Storm's uh, Team of the Week uh, season MVP player is in there. You've just gone and outed me. Okay, well, that's what I was going to ask. Have you changed up, or no. have you still <laughs> you stayed the same? No, Kez, I've cha- I haven't changed up. I think um, when I was thinking about this team, I kind of looked at them like, oh, I could pick that person, could pick that person. I was like, Storm, you have to go with Kelly Jerry. Kelly Bloody Jury was the tagline from last year, I think, because she's just <laughs> so good. Um, and I'm excited to see her step up again, really put two hands on that goalkeeper before uh, the Silver Ferns later in the year, Jane Watson obviously coming back into the fold. But Kelly, for me, if she can step up again and have as good as year at least as she did last season, then for sure she's the MVP. Now, this is the one that I had a hard time with, was picking a one to watch out of this Pulse team, obviously, Uh, Tiana Matsudo just missed out on Silver Fern Dress. Christiana Manawa, same story, uh, played New Zealand A's. Even Amelia Wollumsey, Paris Mason. I mean, I could name these players all day, but when I ask you to name your one player, who you want uh, our SENZ audience to keep an eye on, who are you picking? I'm actually, I'm going Paris Mason, uh, the goal defence, because... I kind of wanted her to be that player last year and it just didn't really happen. She didn't get as many opportunities and when she did, whether it was nerves or just one of those players that tries to go for everything and tries to do too much on court with her opportunities, um, she didn't really shine as much as I would have liked. Even though the bones are there, she's one hell of an athlete and she reads the game so well and she's nuggety and not afraid to get into it. This season I hope she's grown in maturity just to figure out where she's best needed, how to kind of best use herself on, out on court and where to make the biggest impact. Um, so she's figured out how to do that. And Yvette McCausland Jury is, is an incredible coach. I'm sure she's helped Never Paris. Never write her off, can you? Exactly. So, yeah, it's Paris Mason for me. Well, that makes my job a lot easier in transitioning because those were exactly my two, my star and my one to watch. This team that we're going to move on to now, we're going down, uh, going down south. First time in the South Island for us. We're going to be looking at the tactics who were. This could be one of the most amazing comeback stories. Zero, zero. (laughs) Five wins, ten losses, landed themselves in last place in the Premiership. As we've been going through these teams, the one thing that we've brought up a lot is so-and-so left the tactics to join the side, but they've seemed to get a lot stronger 
uh, despite losing a lot of players. What are your early thoughts on the star-sided tactics? It's funny because, yeah, you're right. We did talk about blah, 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 leaving and, and whatnot. But if you look at the team, it's actually very similar to what it's been in previous years and the tactics kind of squads that we've known in the past with Jane Watson coming back into that goalkeeper position. Um, but obviously they've lost Ellie Bird, who was their goal shoot last year. She's gone across to the Super League. But they've gained Aaliyah Dun-Dun-Dun, <laughs> who, like I said earlier, is just a very prolific, accurate shooter. Cruisy, cruisy, man. Spearhead. It's going to be the cruisiest shooting circle in world netball history alongside Tapia Selby Rickett. So I'm excited to see how they work together. Um, but if you go down and, and pick out your starting seven for the tactics, it's really hard to find, other than the Mystics maybe, another starting seven that's going to match them for star power alone. So if they can pull it all together, then they're another team alongside the Mystics that are my early standout sort of premiership favourites. I love that you mentioned they're going to have the cruisiest shooting circle because you look <laughs> down the other end of the court and this is where it uh, comes down. The midcourt is going to be the most important uh, position on court because going from the cruisiest shooting end to the uh, resurgence of Jane Watson and Karen Berger, arguably the greatest uh, defensive circle going around in the ANZ Premiership, that is two very different ends. I mean, in terms of a leadership and a vocal point of view, I wonder how that mid-quarter is going to react. You're so right. Like two kind of crazy, um, full-on, yell-in-your-face, constantly talking defenders in Berger and Watson versus Dunn and Selby Rickett who just be like, yeah, mate, we're all good. All good, Jane. We got this. Don't worry. Stop yelling at me. Um, but that's cool, right? There's a good balance across the team, which which is cool. It'll be fun to watch. It really will. If I had to ask you out of that fun, very fun and stacked team that we've just taken you through to pick a star player, the person you think is going to stand out and shine the brightest, who are you picking? Going my defenders again. It's got to be Jane Watson. She's another one coming back from giving birth. Um, she's been incredible every time she's worn the black dress for the Silver Ferns, and I think the tactics really missed her last year. Not only on court snaffling those last-minute intercepts, but just her leadership. Um, she's not captain this year, but she will be a great asset to um, Kimmy Poy, who's taking the captaincy role again this season. Um, and I'm excited to see her kind of screaming crazy face back on court and her arms and legs and everything else. Very, very hard to go past her. <laughs> a big year uh, of redemption for that defensive circle. Storm, you're one to watch. I've gone with Laura Malcolm. So and some people Fair listening, play. right, will be like, who, who's Laura Malcolm? Where has she come from? Well, she's come from England and she's been a mainstay in the Roses for a few years now. Played a lot of wing defence um, and a little bit of centre. but Over 50 tests as well. Crazy, yeah. Like, like, that's not easy to do. One to watch, but if you've been watching netball you know, internationally, then you know who she is. Um, she might be needed to play in that sort of wing attack centre role. So I think for the tactics, if there's any kind of area where they're going to be found out at all, it'll be that centre wing attack kind of position and just figuring out that midcourt. Kimi Poi is incredible in her own right, uh, but she's going to need the assistance from Laura Malcolm, whether that be at centre or wing attack. I'm not sure yet, but she's experienced. You know, she brings an international flair to the game. She'll be someone exciting to watch this year. Very, very interesting so far. We are almost at the bottom of the country with the steel, but we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we are going to take a look at that steel team, and then I'm going to try my hardest to pick Storm's brain and come up with an early prediction for how the ladder's going to look. Coming up 9 o'clock, 13 minutes in fact, away from 9 here on SENZ. You're listening to Centre Pass, the ANZ Premiership Netball Show, hosted by myself, Kieran Bingham, and the wonderful Storm Purvis. We've been taking a look through every ANZ Premiership team as we approach the start of the season. Leaves us with one on our contiki. We've hit the bottom. Uh, one of your uh, favourite teams to play on, 
the Southern Steel. How do you think they are looking? Well, Karen. It took uh, you a long time. Do you know what? It took me a long time because had you asked me this question before I checked out the Ōtaki preseason results and had a few uh, different chats to different people, and I know I'm contradicting myself because at the top of the show I said it doesn't mean anything and preseason is preseason. <laughs> However, I should just remember and know, having played for them for so long, that the Steel are a team that you can just never count out. We've talked about all the stars on paper for the other five teams as we've gone down the country. The steel on paper, you kind of look at them and you go, oh, yeah, I think I remember her. Oh, yeah, yeah, there she is. A lot of names that aren't household names or superstars um, and not too many silver ferns. But they've bought in Sammy Winders. From what I understand, she's rejuvenated down there. She's loving her time. She's playing a bit of wing attack where I haven't particularly liked her in the past, but, you know, she was feeding like a pro in Ōtaki. Um, and then the defensive end is uh, exciting as always, and they, they play really well together. Obviously, though, they lost George Fisher to an ACL injury, their English goal shoot import, and that is a massive, massive blow for them. So I'm hoping Iseta or Tongavaya. last year. I know, the year she How had. How unfortunate. They've pinched Iseta from um, the Stars as a training partner. She is, you know, a good, solid option in that goal shoot position. So hopefully they can, um, you know, form those kind of combinations early and have another, not another great season, but a, a great season. The Steel, they always do well, you know. You can never count them out. I mean, I think you might have brought her up before, but a star player, when I say uh, the Southern Steel, if you had to pick an MVP, who would it be? I actually didn't bring this player up. Oh. Yeah. It's, for me, it's Georgia Heffernan. Wow. Who could have also easily been my one to watch slash up and comer. But I just think if she plays well this year, this is how I'm justifying it, right? It's the player who, if they play well, the team will win. Yes. And I think That's if exactly it. Yeah. Georgia Heffernan plays well, She'll win. They'll win. Because she's just, uh, she's so slippery and like fun to watch. Not even fun to watch, graceful to watch on attack. And if she gets her eye in, we know she can shoot from distance. People have been talking her up as, you know, someone to watch out for. That could be a random call up into the Silver Ferns, maybe even this year with the way she's been playing. So for me, if she plays well and has this kind of standout season that, you know, she's bound to have eventually, still definitely one to watch. I mean, her sister Kate had the season last year, didn't totally. she? And cemented herself almost in that oh, black dress. Absolutely. How cool would it be to see uh, uh, the Heffernan twins in the black dress come the end of the season? <laughs> hey, I ask you uh, for a one to watch, and you mentioned there are a lot of players that aren't necessarily household names, so they could potentially be ones to watch. Who's uh, catching your eye? I've actually gone with Avari Christie. Love who- it. Not many people will know, but hearing Te Hungere or Selby Rickett, their captain, talk about her in Ōtaki um, through Netball Zone, um, she kind of had a whinge about how annoying she was because she comes in and brings all this youthful excitement and energy and all this stuff, and Hooch was like, it just makes me feel old. But at the same time, I feel like the Steel need a player like that. I think she plays with a lot of flair too that we're not used to seeing from the Southern Steel. They're typically a side that plays safe netball and, and in a commendable way they don't turn over ball too often they're, they're very um, good with their possession rate so Ivari Christie is, is going to you know step in and, and play that role in that midcourt but she also brings a little bit of flair and excitement to the side so one to look out for that you know people may not have heard of I love it and I had a very similar one if you just swap out the names the attributes are bringing that youth the uh, athleticism the uh, enthusiasm is Savior Tui nice. for me. Ex-Mystics uh, girl. Yes, is Ex-Mystics girl. But no, <laughs> I, I, I say it to everyone, when when you see her vertical jump, you'll yes. you'll know why. I mean, she, I just don't think she got settled last year. First year down, 
complete opposite end of the country, you can only expect a little turnaround. So that completes uh, our Tiki Tour, and we can now turn the bus around and come back to Auckland for what I think will be the hardest part of the show. And I mean, we don't have much time to do this, but Storm, if I had to ask you right now, who is finishing bottom? And I know it's harsh. Who is finishing bottom of the ANZ Premiership 2023? Without rehashing the entire last hour of conversation, I'm just going to put it out there, okay? I don't want people to get angry at me. Don't text us. Don't DM me. I'm going the magic. I said it. Okay, let's move on. Oh, oh look, I Ooh. respect it. Look, and this we haven't seen any netball. Any, any, exactly. We haven't seen round one yet, <laughs> so we're going to scrap this. Ben, please don't clip this. Uh, if I ask, had to ask you who finishes fifth just above the magic, who you put in? I'm actually going to go steel. Okay. Which is a tough one. From it's so fifth tough. through to pretty much first for me is really, really hard. Not that the magic couldn't be there either, but I just think, you know, yeah, I'm just going to go to steel. And I should just say for our listeners, Storm and I had a five-minute conversation just then about how <laughs> the how the depth is so crazy in the Premiership. So mm-hmm. all of these teams could finish top in another year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so insane. The depth is so spread. Moving on, we've got the Magic, we've got the Steel. Who's in fourth? Pulse for me. Rough. I know. No back-to-back. No back-to-back for the Pulse. I think losing Aaliyah done is just a massive blow for that whole attacking end, and I'm giving them a season just to get that new connection right with either Mvola um, from Malawi or Amelia Wormsley. It's going to take them a season. And then maybe, you know, 2024, it could be back to kind of back. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Back to being back. Back to being back. Uh, is what yeah. we call it. Uh, in, in third place. I've gone with me stars. Same spot as last. I, yeah, isn't that... No, I think no, they, they no, were no, second. they were second. Yeah, Mystics were third. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, no, sorry. that's okay. You know, they got absolutely trounced in the grand final, so they probably feel like they came third, to be honest. Um, I just think that um, hole in the defensive end just will kind of let them down a little bit. I'm hoping it won't, but, you know, we're hypothetically talking here, Kiz. Yeah. We are. We are indeed. And uh, keyword again, we haven't seen round one, so we can't actually decide. But. This is where it gets interesting. The grand final, uh, heard this week it's going to be played in Hamilton. Uh, so unfortunately, yes. your Magic are, are going to be watching from very afar, uh, <laughs> being bottom of the table. But Storm, who's going to meet in that final in Hamilton? Okay, the final is, is going to be Tactics and Mystics. Yes. And my opinion... I think the Mystics will win. Wow. I know, I know, and everyone's talking about the tactics, but that mid-court for me, I'm just not 100% sold on it yet. Having not seen it, you know, I've got to remember we haven't seen any netball being played yet in the ANZ Premiership. Um, the Mystics are more settled, more consistent. They've still got you know, your Earls and your Toyavas and your Nwikis and your Fitzpatricks. Like, yeah, I mean, unless the tactics click in game one, I just, I'm, I'm going Mystics for now. It is very, very hard to tell. And, and look, I was very similar to you. I did have the tactics winning just because of uh, their defensive circle. It's going to be so hard to crack if they're both firing at the same time like we saw. Even though that was a Mystics tactics final not that long ago with that same circle. Uh, but we won't talk about that. But <laughs> so it's, uh, we're almost coming to an end here on our first uh, centre pass in focus of the 2023 season. Thank you very much for joining me. It's been good fun, isn't it? It's been so much fun. We're back and we, we got it going. It's, no, it's awesome. I'm very excited to um, yeah get another season under our belt. So much to talk about. World Cup year. 
people playing for positions. Um, and like we said, so much depth across the country and all teams. It's going to be an epic year, Kez. It really is. And uh, it all kicks off. We do have coverage uh, this weekend on SENZ. Mark Stafford back in the commentary seat for round one. Uh, Ricardo Ball coming back in to take you all the way up till 11 o'clock. Is that right, Ben? 11 o'clock with Ricardo Ball. This has been myself, Kieran Bingham, and Storm Purvis. We will catch you next Tuesday from 8pm. Stay well, everyone.